0: A man injected himself with magic mushrooms and the fungi grew in his blood. A man cannot remember his Bitcoin password and is about to lose $220 million. In Japan, you can rent a person who does nothing. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I hope I'm informative and funny today. I'm recording in a closet and I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to Weird AF News. A man injected himself with magic mushrooms and the fungi grew in his blood. He's a magic man. Yeah, magic mushroom man. Magic mushroom man. This guy brewed a tea from magic mushrooms, which is very common. You brew up a tea, of course. Why not? It's delicious. What a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, man, drink your magic mushroom tea and watch some football, bro. Whoa. The ball's got a streak behind it when he throws it. So he brewed up a magic mushroom tea. He injected this concoction into his veins. I don't know why he would do that. What a maniac. Several days later, he ended up at the emergency department with the fungus growing in his blood. Fungus in the blood? What do you think? You're Super Mario? The man spent 22 days in the hospital because of this. Well, what a poor decision. Eight of those days, he was in ICU. He received treatment for multiple organ failure. Now released, he is being treated with a long-term regimen of antifungal drugs. Uh, This case didn't reveal whether injecting mushroom tea can cause persistent psychoactive effects, as sometimes seen when people ingest the fungus orally, the doctors wrote. But yeah, I mean, you take it orally, that's how it works. This mushroom injecting it, I mean, that's just not how you do this, I'd imagine. Uh, The problem is we all have misinformation about the drugs that are uh, illegal in the culture. Not always, but oftentimes. When a drug is illegal, it's also taboo. We're not talking about the drug. Therefore, people have misinformation and then they pass the misinformation on. And that's how accidents happen. That's why we should make all these things legal and have a discussion about them. Teach the children about them. What are they? What are the differences? Which are safe? Which are are not? I mean, at the end of the day, magic mushrooms are one of the safest psychoactive chemicals you can take. Same with marijuana. And there's no reason why people can't be experimenting with this. Yeah. Then maybe we'll know, hey, don't inject your marijuana into your veins, dummies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, even the article agrees with me. It says here down below, this case underscores the need for ongoing public education regarding the dangers attendant to the use of this and other drugs in ways other than they are prescribed. I wouldn't even call these things drugs, really. These are plants. You know, if you're taking a plant, pretty safe. Drugs are things in my opinion, you know, this is a different category. These are things made in a laboratory like mescaline or ketamine. But I mean marijuana, mushrooms, these are these are plants. These grow naturally, and there's no reason for us to, you know, have not have the right information about them. How do you take them? Where do you get them? Uh, we're seeing states like Colorado start to decriminalize magic mushrooms, and I think magic mushrooms will continue to be decriminalized all across the United States. And so we should familiarize ourselves with this wonderful, wonderful plant. I mean, magic mushrooms, Ugh, one of my faves, man. Now, here we go. There's a reason why this guy injected the magic mushrooms into his bloodstream. And I'm going to read it to you, and then, you know, we can all try and wrap our heads around this. It says, uh, by injecting the shrooms into his bloodstream, the patient hoped to relieve symptoms of bipolar disorder and opioid dependence. Um Okay, well, I mean, I don't know where this guy got this idea that you could inject magic mushrooms to get rid of your bipolar disorder. (laughs) That's just, again, a lack of information for sure. It says here, this guy found online reports that described the potential therapeutic effects of hallucinogens such as LSD and psilocybin mushrooms, which prompted him to boil down the mushrooms into a mushroom tea. He filtered the tea by drawing it through a cotton swab before injecting it into his body. In the following days... He became nauseated. His skin began to to get yellow. Okay, I mean, I don't know where he learned how to do this. I mean, look, at I'm quite familiar with the literature on magic mushrooms, and nowhere have I ever seen this method suggested ever, ever. Just a disclaimer, guys. You know, you want information on your chemicals before you take them. Go to the website, Erowid, E-R-O-W-I-D. There's plenty of information there, Erowid.org. Learn about this. You're not going to find people suggesting that you inject mushroom tea into your veins. I can tell you that right now. I don't know where this guy got this. It's very sad. It's very sad. And, of course, he's partly right because uh, there is convincing research that LSD, psilocybin, these things, uh, other hallucinogenic drugs as well, drugs or plants, uh, can be very effective in, in treating some of these conditions like bipolarism and depression and whatnot for sure. So he was half right. He just screwed up the way that you take these things. I don't know. I don't know where he got this idea. The article at the end mentions that uh, magic mushrooms, when used recreationally, are typically made into a tea, eaten raw or dried, ground into a powder and put into capsules, or coated in chocolate. Delicious. They are not injected directly into the bloodstream. A man that cannot remember his Bitcoin password says, He's learned to make peace with the $200 million loss. A San Francisco man cannot remember the password to unlock his $220 million Bitcoin fortune. He has had to face the reality that he may never gain access to this money, but he claims he's, quote, made peace with it. I don't know how rich you are, sir, to make peace with losing $200 million. I want your life. This is some first world problems, guys. You know, when you don't you hate it when you lose your password to your... Hundreds of million dollar Bitcoin accounts. (laughs) What's this guy's name? Stefan Thomas. I want this guy's life. This guy went viral after New York Times profiled him. He revealed in the article his unsettling dilemma. The password to unlock his Bitcoin fortune is locked in a hard drive that gives users only 10 attempts before wiping it clean. Stephan Thomas has tried eight times to unlock his Bitcoin fortune. He's got two more tries. And he can't remember the password. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, it's one thing to forget the password to your Facebook account or something. Or your Reddit profile. <laughs> it's another thing to forget the password to hundreds of millions of dollars in a Bitcoin account. How do you explain that to your wife? Or your husband? This guy, Stefan Thomas, in the interview says it's been nine years since he first realized that he was locked out of his Bitcoin account. So... He's had plenty of time to process this dilemma. Here's a quote from Mr. Thomas. There were sort of a couple of weeks where I was just desperate. You know, I I don't have any other word to describe it. You sort of question your own self-worth. Like what kind of person loses something this important? But, you know, I'm trying to stay positive. Okay. Time heals all wounds. You know, over the years, I've I've, I've made peace with this loss. I really have. Well, Thomas, you're a bigger man than me because I would lose my mind if this happened. I'm the kind of person that if I drop a quarter and it it just like crawls underneath my car, you better believe I'm on the ground. Better believe it. I'm getting that quarter, okay? I got laundry coming up. (laughs) I need quarters for the laundry machine. Here's another quote for Thomas, who's a way bigger man than me. It was actually a really big milestone in my life where like I had to just come to realize how was I going to define my self-worth in my life going forward? Well, you know, it wasn't going to be about how much money I have in my bank account, that's for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, yes, we should not value ourselves by the amount of money we have in our bank account. We should be, We should be above that. We should say, okay, it's what's inside that counts. Right, guys? Inside. It's your inside. It's your character. It's the things that you've accomplished. You shouldn't be defined by the things you have. You should be defined by who you are and what you've accomplished, you know? That being said, it's $200 million. How do you sleep at night? I can't I, you can't wrap my head around this. This guy's so chill about losing this much money. What are you, the Buddha? I don't know. I don't know anybody like this. Calm down, Jonesy. Calm down. Okay. It says here in the article that Thomas's situation, believe it or not, is not uncommon. The way that Bitcoin works and that this technology works is that it's all meant to be anonymous, but a lot of this data is actually hidden behind a specific password that you have to get into your account. Many people who bought Bitcoins years ago when they were worth very little wrote down their passwords somewhere, just just thought it wouldn't be a thing. Now, years later, Bitcoin's worth millions, and these people are sitting there racking their brains trying to figure out where that little piece of paper is. Or what their password might have been that they created years and years ago before all of this happened. Yeah, you can imagine a situation where you're like, ah, let me buy some of this Bitcoin. What's it going to be? I don't know. Pfft, I mean, it's some digital currency. Hey, if it goes up, it goes up. If not, who cares? Next thing you know, you're sitting on millions. <laughs> what was my password? What was I into back then? Oh, man. Oh, my password's probably, it's going to be Pearl Jam 1994. That's got to be it. That's That was my password back then. <laughs> It was Brett Favre rules <laughs> and other old references. Now, Thomas decided to share his particular Bitcoin failure with the world. Uh, you know, not because he's a moron, but because he wants to share the story in the hopes to prevent others from making the same mistake he did. He says, if you do get a digital wallet, make sure you have a plan to secure and remember your password. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. We appreciate that. A man in Japan rents himself out to do nothing, and he's quite busy. <laughs> this, this is a story out of Tokyo. A 37-year-old Tokyo man named Shoji says that he rents himself out to other people to do nothing, and not only that, he's been inundated with gratitude from people on Twitter, from people that have hired him to do nothing. Here's a quote from one of these people. I'm glad I was able to take a walk with someone while keeping a comfortable distance. We didn't even have to talk. But we could if we wanted to. I had been very reluctant about visiting the hospital as well, but I went because he came with me. Shoji has been advertising himself as a person who can eat and drink, give simple feedback, be present, but do nothing more. Since June 2018, he's received over 3,000 requests to do nothing. He has about 300,000 Twitter followers. I guess that's where he gets most of his clients Initially, he had offered his rent-a-person-who-does-nothing services for free, but now charges a hundred dollars per request. So what do people rent him for? You're curious. I'm curious. I want to find out. Actually, I want to kind of find out because this would be like a perfect job for me because I don't want to do anything, really. I'm very good at being present. Oh, I can shut the hell up. I can't really shut the hell up. I I I feel the need to give feedback in most situations, but maybe if you pay me enough, I'll shut the hell up. I'll just be there. You want to go for a walk? Socially distant? Sure. Sure. You want me to sit on the porch with you while you smoke your peace pipe? No problem. I'll hold your spittoon while you, while you chew skull. <laughs> so people rent Shoji out for various reasons. At times he will participate in a gaming session to make up numbers. Sometimes he'll turn up to send off people who are moving away. He's even accompanied people filing for divorce. He's been hired to listen to healthcare workers who have become mentally unwell due to their exhausting work. while wow, he's kind of like a therapist. Shoji commits to doing nothing. Basically just gives feedback when someone speaks to him. Here's a quote. I myself don't like to be cheered on by others. I get upset when people simply tell me to keep on trying. When someone is trying to do something, I think the best thing to do is to help lower the bar for them by just being present, staying at their side. Shoji came from a a place where he actually had a regular job and it didn't work out. Um, That was when he decided to set up a Twitter account and to rent himself out as somebody who does nothing. There's one lady here that they interview who's rented him 10 times. She asked him to stay beside her when meeting a man for the first time on a date. Also had him listen to her talk about her views on love, which she just couldn't divulge to her friends. Also had him go on an undercover visit to a women's adult entertainment establishment for her for her job. <laughs> a women's adult entertainment establishment? You mean a, sh- uh, a gentleman's club? <laughs> Here's a quote from the lady that rented him. Shoji listened to me without shaming me about going to the adult entertainment shop. It felt like a support just to have him by my side without forcing his opinions on me. You know, and I even bought a sex toy once, and I had him watch me use it, and he didn't judge. Okay, all right, he didn't mention anything about the size of it or the color, and he just he just acted like a, a disinterested friend. <laughs> all right, all right, I was kidding about the sex toy thing, but you know, I just want to keep you guys on your toes here. All right, I'm leaving Easter eggs in there for you. Now, Shoji receives words of gratitude often from his customers, who claim that just the act of doing nothing can sometimes serve as helpful support. Here's a quote from Shoji one more time. I'm not a friend or an acquaintance. I'm free of the bothersome things that accompany relationships, especially long-term relationships, but I can ease people's sense of loneliness. Maybe it's, you know, something like that for me as well in the current age difficulties have spread to various areas of life it may be the case that somewhere in their hearts everyone is longing for that someone who will cheer them on it seems that this may be why the rent a -a person who does nothing who doesn't tell you to do your best or that they support you but just stays by your side in complete silence has seen an endless demand these days wow this sounds like the perfect gig man I want to just be rented to do nothing Perfect. What do you guys think? Uh, would you hire somebody to just do nothing? I mean, this is beyond therapy. The therapist, you know, sort of walks you through your problems, does give you some feedback, you know, makes you feel like it's going to be okay, can encourage you at times, make you not feel stupid. You know, they actually are a little proactive in therapy, in my experience. This guy just sits there and listens to you. This guy, like, you know, kind of like a dog, I guess. He seems helpful call the show 646-450-2012 Yay! Thank you my loyal listeners. Thank you my supporters of Weird AF News. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me with weird stories. Uh, this week there's been a lot and I appreciate your participation. I got a nice email from Chip Macintosh. Uh, Chip sent me an email that it slipped into my spam folder, but I went back in there, guys, because I'm very thorough, okay? I can't be letting shit linger in the spam folder, guys. That's how thorough I am. Chip wrote me, uh, hey, Jonesy, long-time listener, almost a year, on my Google morning news routine. Uh, First-time poster, but this has weird AF news written all over it, and he sent me an article. said, I wanted to let you know that sharing this time with you every day is helping a lot of people make it through. Keep up the good work and enjoy your life, man. Enjoy your life, man that's like a chip is referring to the advertisement that's in there enjoy your life man uh and that's a really nice message by the way um that i'm i'm helping a lot of people make it through i hope that i am i'm doing the best that i can and and you know it's emails like this that really make me know that you know what i'm doing is uh is fruitful so (laughs) fruitful yes fruitful so thank you chip it makes me feel good to know that i'm you know, I'm doing something that people are recognizing at least. You know, we all need some sort of feedback to keep it going. Also, got a nice email from Mika, uh, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who uh, who's who sent me virtual hugs and wishes me a great year. Says, please never stop doing what you do. I love the positivity that you have. I love the weird shit. Thank you, Jonesy, and uh, oh, thank you, Mika. Uh, I appreciate your support as as well. You guys can always reach out to me as Chip and Mika have via my email, which is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also get a hold of me through the website weirdafnews.com. Also, you can support the show by joining the Patreon. I've mentioned it many times. I know, I sound like a broken record. Jonesy, we know, the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. We know, we get bonus episodes and stuff like that. We can download the Florida Man Christmas song. <laughs> and watch videos of you trying weird candy that your supporters have sent you. Yes, you can get all those things and more. You get that good feeling inside your belly. Inside your heart, inside your core, inside your mind, inside your underwear. The good feeling that you've supported a show that you listen to five days a week. Yes, 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 it's a great feeling. Join the club. Patreon.com slash Weird News. Tomorrow is Friday, guys, so you know what that is. Send me articles from Florida, please. All the weirdness, all the degenerate, degenerate news from Florida. I will put it all together in one big stew, and I will spit out a Florida Friday episode tomorrow. Only on Weird AF News. Please be there.